Hey guys, it's Betty with Our Specialty Group, and today we have a really special guest with us. She is Laura Matthews, and her father is Dr. Dennis Matthews with our group. Can you tell us, Laura, um, we know that you are an athlete. Can you tell us what you specialize in and kind of how you got into being a professional athlete? Hi. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I am a professional triathlete, and so that is swimming, biking, and running. Mm -hmm. I started out as a year-round swimmer um, at a very competitive team, and I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. I swam for college for one year um, at Duquesne University, and after the season ended, we kind of took a break from swimming, but in order to come back here and have a good summer season with my club team, mm -hmm. I needed to train more than I was able to in the pool, and so I started biking and running, and I signed up for Memphis in May, which is a local race here, to mm -hmm. to motivate me to um, bike and run at the gym every day. And I did my first race and qualified for nationals, and it turns out I was much better at triathlon than at swimming, and so it just kind of took off from there. And what year was that, that you kind of, everything got started? Let's see, that was 2013. That was 2013, so we're... 2019 now so but you are pros so yes. how did that happen um well to qualify to be a professional there are a few different ways you can do it but the most straightforward is how I did it there mm -hmm. are maybe three draft legal elite development mm -hmm. races per year um and if you place top three at one of these races then you earn your elite card and that's I qualified in 2015 and then again in 2016 mm -hmm. um, and finally took my elite card at the beginning of 2017. So you're into your second year of being pro? Um, yeah, this is my third year. Th going to your third year of being pro. So tell us uh, what a day in the life is like for Laura Matthews when you train, when you are um, maybe not getting ready for competition. Tell us about that and then tell us how you ramp it up leading into a competition. Okay. Um, well, I don't really have much off time. <laughs> I maybe get like three or four days off a okay. year. Um, okay. So I'm pretty much training all the time. Um, I have a coach and he does all of his training through Training Peaks, which is mm -hmm. an online app that um, he can put his workouts in. And then my Garmin will upload mm -hmm. all of my information, like my power okay. and speed and heart rate and everything onto this app so he can see how the workout went. And so every morning I get up and have oatmeal for breakfast mm -hmm. and um, get out the door and whatever he has written for me. Mm -hmm. So do you, so tell, tell us about your workout today, for instance. You're getting ready for a competition that is in Mexico, Cozumel, I believe yes. it is. So tell us about your workout today and how you're preparing to go into the competition this upcoming weekend. Um, let's see, today I had just it was kind of a lighter day for me today. I had a 4,300-yard swim. Um, my main set was eight 400s, a mix of swim and pull. It was all mostly just kind of aerobic. Um, mm -hmm. And then I had an easy hour bike. Um, mm -hmm. What's easy to you? Um, well, I mean, it's just... <laughs> Well, because it would be really hard for me. So what's easy to you? Um, what was your easy day like today? I mean, I biking? put my bike on the trainer and mm -hmm. just watched some of the race coverage from the World Championships, actually. Um, and 
my your heart rate's not my heart rate's not too high. My power. So you keep an eye on your heart yeah. rate and ca- calories burned, or is is that factored in right now? Not really. Um, not really. Okay. So speaking of calories, um, tell us about your your diet. Okay. Um, I am a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I've been a vegetarian since I was eleven. Um, only because I didn't want to kill animals, mm-hmm. and it's kind of evolved over mm-hmm. since then. Um, be just the health standpoint and the environmental impact um, plays a big role in why I'm still a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat a lot of, I try to eat a lot of like not processed mm-hmm. foods, a lot of fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. um, yogurt, eggs. So how do you so your how do you get your protein? <laughs> Um, well, I do eat eggs and yogurt mm-hmm. and I mean, beans have a lot of protein there. Okay. It's not too hard to mm-hmm. get your protein from vegetables. If you you really look at the nutrition mm-hmm. content of vegetables. So when you're traveling to different competitions, we keep talking about the upcoming one because it's in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I think about the climate and the humidity. And so do you like do meal prep and take that with you? What's it like when you're going somewhere to travel into a competition? Um, well, so yeah, next week I am going to, um, Cozumel to race 70.3 Cozumel and I won't take like day-to-day food. Um, I, since I'm a vegetarian, I'll take some tempeh or Mm -hmm. something like that just to make sure that I have protein Mm -hmm. there. Um, but I haven't had too much trouble finding foods that I like and Mm -hmm. foods that I can eat and Mm -hmm. anywhere that I've been, uh, I, of course, I take my brace nutrition, so all my bars and mm-hmm. gels and goo um, blocks and the electrolyte tablets that go mm-hmm. in my water, that mm-hmm. has to be taken with you. And how often during competition day do you have the opportunity to intake more nutrition? Um, so, obviously, you can't on the swim. And I try to get most of my calories in on the bike because Mm -hmm. it's easier than Mm -hmm. on the run Mm -hmm. um so I'll eat about um, it's a work in progress I'm not great at eating on the bike but the goal is to eat about 700 calories on the bike um and I mix that I don't like the straight gels that kind of gives me a head a stomach ache so Mm -hmm. I'll mix it up with gels and blocks and like cliff bars Mm -hmm. um and then on the run I'll always have you always want to have a little bit more than what you think you need. So I'll always take about two um, gels with me on the run and just kind of eat them as needed. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely get aid from all the aid stations, mm-hmm. water, um, Gatorade, mm-hmm. Coke. Um, take advantage of that yeah. when you say the stations. Um, so this one, next one is in Mexico. Tell us about some other places you've gotten to travel and compete um well last year i qualified for the world championships so i went to south africa and that was that was really awesome where in um, south africa uh port elizabeth um it was really cool mm-hmm. i mean i'm an e- was an ecology major in college mm-hmm. so just mm-hmm. to see the all mm-hmm. the animals and everything mm-hmm. was awesome um this past summer i went to europe for eight weeks so first i raced in slovakia mm-hmm. and then i trained in croatia and then raced in Finland and Kazakhstan. So tell us about all those different um, climates and just 
um, where you were, like I would think the elevations change, mm-hmm. and so that has to affect your racing and mm-hmm. how you pace yourself. Um. Yeah. So um, first, I raced in Slovakia, and mm-hmm. it was very flat. And Europe in general was much colder than here. Mm-hmm. Um, which it didn't. Luckily, none of my race days were too cold. But like I remember on the Fourth of July in Finland, I was riding in all my winter gear, and it was really? like hundred degrees here. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I think the highs were in the sixties mm-hmm. <laughs> while mm-hmm. we were there. Yeah. Um, I got to train in Croatia, and that's by far my favorite place that I went this summer. Um, just so mm-hmm. beautiful, and it was mountains, and then also right on the coast of the Mediterranean, and mm-hmm. so uh, the water was just beautiful. It was, it was great for swimming. Um, mm-hmm. No waves, perfectly clear. Um, cold? It was a little cold, yeah, but... Um, Still, it was... How do you kind of um, power through certain things when it's a different shock to your system? Um, you know, like when you jump in the cold water and it's a shock to your system, how do you kind of like, you know, just how kind of power through that for a minute um, until you get used to it? Well, like, I guess in practice, I'm kind of a wimp. And I, um, as far as cold water, mm-hmm. it takes me a little while to mm-hmm. get in. Yeah. But when, when it's the race, you're not really thinking about anything but okay. the race. So you jump in and you except for Slovakia because the water was I think 59 degrees and even in a wetsuit that is absolutely freezing um but otherwise you just you don't really notice it because you're so focused on what you're supposed to do what you're doing okay well that's interesting so how many more races do you have this year and on average about how many competitions do you do a year so I have three more this year I'll go to Cozumel like you said and then the first week of November, I'll be in Argentina, and mm-hmm. then in December, Daytona, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that'll put me at nine races this year, mm-hmm. and I think I did nine last year as well, eight or nine. So Is yeah. that kind of your and sweet spot as far as yeah, eight to limiting ten. yourself? Mm-hmm. Right, because you don't want to overdo it and, you know, have to repair anything. I right. Think, right. <laughs> so where do you see yourself in five years? Um, well, hopefully still doing this. I'd like to go back to school for ecology as well, mm-hmm. if I can fit it in with um, triathlon. But, I mean, this has always been my, my goal as a, since I was six years old was to go to the Olympics for swimming. And so mm-hmm. it's not the same sport, and um, but it's still I'm kind of living that goal, and I want to do it as long as I can. All right. So let's talk about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to go there as a swimmer, now you become a professional triathlete. Tell us about the difference in the type of competitions you do currently and how it might compare to Olympic competitions. Okay, well, right now I focus on the 70.3 distance, which is a 1.2-mile swim, 56-mile mm-hmm. bike, and a 13-mile run. And um, you're not allowed to draft on the bike in mm-hmm. my races. And in the Olympics currently, they have a... It's called the Olympic Distance, and it's a draft legal race. So that race is a 1.6-kilometer kilo- uh, swim and then a 40-kilometer bike and a 10K run. And mm-hmm. you're allowed to draft on the bike, and so it really just changes the race dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about as different as you can be mm-hmm. with still being in the same sport. Mm-hmm. Um it sounds like it. Yeah, so it's it's not really easy to cross over from 
long distance, non-draft legal to short to draft legal short distance. Right. Um, so right now the Olympics is not in my future, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully they will add a seventy point three or a longer distance race in the future. So if our listeners wanted to follow you on social media, how could they do that? Um, my Instagram is Laura Matthews ninety three, and. Facebook is facebook.com slash Laura Matthews Triathlete. Do you Twitter? I do not. Do not Twitter. Well, our listeners can also um, stay in touch and keep up with where you're going on our social media pages as well because we're a proud sponsor of Laura. So if you have, have any questions and we can maybe get them to her, if you're interested in becoming a triathlete yourself, you can uh, message us at ispecialtgroup.com. Follow, follow us on Facebook at ispecialtgroup, Twitter, or Instagram. Thank you, Laura, for joining us. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.